1: Ane am a sumo,
2: Time to be a little bit the Simcha.
0: Jam in the AM. Boy, there's some young people in this audience who absolutely love that selection. Yeravna, Na, brand new from A Time Cats. Shlomo Cats, before that, with a single release for this year's Yamim Narayim, the high holiday season, Barosh Hashanah. Oh, I wonder why it says. That's strange. I wonder why it says it comes off of a specific album. Maybe it does. Maybe I didn't realize it. Maybe it has an upcoming album coming up. Uh, Chaim David, you heard both Ivduas Hashem B'Simcha and Hayom Tam Tsenu, his um, contribution to the Yomim Neroim selections. And it's a good one. Kent Mayor Meir, Health Got Hanesh Shemalach, off of Health Got 5, and Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a Thursday on this September the 17th, day four in the month of Tishrei. It's the fourth day of the brand new year of 5776. Hope your brand new year is going well so far. And it's happy, healthy, sweet, peaceful, and filled with good news. And it should be like that and stay like that the entire year round. 70 degrees with 75% humidity. Winds are calm. Sunshine, a high temperature of 88. Then tonight, clear skies, low 66. Tomorrow's sunny weather with a high temperature of eighty six degrees. Love this weather. Eighty-nine usual. I am seventy here in Jersey City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Today is one of those really fun days at JM in the AM. Ari Zivitovsky is gonna join us. He's from the um Halachic Adventures. I think it's called Halachic Adventures. Halachic Adventures of Ari and Ari. Many of you out there have read about them. Some of you have heard of them uh, from this radio show over the years. Anyway, Ari of Ari and Ari is going to join us later in the 7 o'clock hour. And in the 8 o'clock hour, brand new author A.B. Rottenberg. No joke. A.B. Rottenberg has a brand new book. I've read it. It's fascinating. It really is fascinating. It's uh, a a whole bunch of stuff. It's called The Season of pepsi Myers. The season of pepsi Myers, And um, the cover is a picture of the old Yankee Stadium. I shouldn't say the old Yankee Stadium. It might be the new one or, or, or a rendering of a new one, of one in the future in black and white. And there's a young man with a baseball bat in hand high above his head uh, with a kippah with number 18 on his back. And it looks like he's striding toward home plate. A.B. Rottenberg has written a brand-new book, The Season of Pepsi Myers. We speak with him in the 8 o'clock hour today, right here at JM in the AM. Thursday morning broadcast, thanks for tuning in to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and, of course, on the NSN app, where you can comment on anything going on during this show, like... Trucker Yitz did earlier this morning when he informed us that Modani is playing, but it's still dark outside on I-78 in Pennsylvania. And he says, Boker Tov from Hamburg, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I guess they'd pronounce it Hamburg, right? I would guess so. JM in the AM at 28 minutes before 7 o'clock. start. Uh, thanks for starting your day with us right here at JM in the AM where we continue with this uh, track from the Masifta of Waterbury in honor of the Royam at JM in the AM. you mm-hmm. New from a collection from the musician Lenny Friedman here at JM in the AM. Before that, Hayom from the Sift of Waterbury, perfect for this time of year, the High Holidays. Thursday morning broadcast at 19 minutes before seven o'clock. Much anticipated. Here is the brand new album from David Gabay at JM in the AM. <laughs>
3: kol kol ma she noten hakados baruchu <laughs> <laughs> hakol matana kol kol ma she kore anachnu mekablim beemunah kol kol ma she over anachnu mevadchim al tove
5: Yes, we are I have to be my
0: JM in the AMA, a gentleman named Zvi Yosef Herzog with that selection, Ms. Marla Soda here at JM in the AM. Uh, Before that, you heard Udi Davidi, both Hayom and Shema Koleinu, great songs for this time of year from the Orod Gvohim album. Um, What else? Uh, Before that, brand new uh, Benny and the Torah Kids. They'll be uh, featured Cholamoid with Yoramil Begun Miami Boys Choir. That was called Wake Up. And David Gabay, brand new with Haikola Tove, is out with a brand new album by that name. It is out. From what we hear from the reviews, it is phenomenal. David Gabay, brand new, much-awaited brand new album here at JM in the AMs. America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live. From the Sony and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world in the web, jmnam.org. We've got the Galei Tzal News, Israel Army Radio News in the background. It is the 17th of September and the fourth day of the brand new year of 5776. It should be a happy, healthy, sweet, peaceful, wonderful, simchadik, happy, joyous year for everybody ahead. We are here this week, uh, to, well, today and tomorrow. Tomorrow, Malcolm homeline will join us for the weekly update. Next week, we're here each weekday except Wednesday for Yom Kippur. And then the disjointed weeks, uh, or short weeks, I should say, kick in right after that with the holiday of Sook is coming up. Be a while before we get to a regular schedule, but hey. It's holiday time and that's
6: wonderful. Galitzal Israel Army Radio 2pm newscast for a Thursday next to מונה לפקד על מרחב דוד ניצב משנה דוד פילו מפקד תחנת קדמה מונה לפקד על מרחב מוריה למפקד מרחב נטבג מונה ניצב משנה אמיר כהן במקומה שניצב משנה סיגל בר צבי שיצאה ללימודים המתיחות בירושלים, יושב ראש ועדת הכספים גפני מיהדות התורה, תוקף את השר אריאל מהבית היהודי על עלייתו להר בית וטוען, הוא עושה נזק מדיני לישראל.
2: אני מוכה על זה שהוא עולה להר בית, אני חושב שאין בזה היגיון מבחינה מדיני, ואני חושב שהוא לא מתפקד כשר חקלאות, שהיא תפקד כשר חקלאות, ושהידג לארץ ישראל כשר חקלאות, ולא בעלייה להר בית.
6: גורמים בבית היהודים עשרו בתגובה על הדברים, עדיף שבמקום להתעסק בענייני אחרים, יעסוק גפני במה שהוא יודע לעשות החיתוב טוב, לשנורר. במרכז אדال אתוונים שeszגרת קבישים ושרונות במזרח ירושלים בשעה המצח והביטחון מהווה אנישה קולקטיבית בלתיחוקית. כתבנו מיכאל שמש. ממחتב
7: ששלח לאיזה משפטים לממשלה וליממלא מקום מפכאל נחכתב כי הסגר של המשטרה מתיילל לאיות מיסיבות בביטחון על שרונות מסויימות במזרח ירושלים יאחול גם על אייקוב במחנישאו ויציאה של אמבולנטים ויציאתו שלו למקום לватת חולים וקבלת תפילים רפויים. היום המחתב מאיים 混 Mi fluule
6: הפרקליטות הגישה כתבי אישום נגד ארבעה פלסטינים ובהם שלושה קטינים בגין יידוי אבנים והשלכת בקבוקי תווירה כתבנו רומלי אור שלושת הקטינים בני 13 עד 15 מתגוררים סמוך להר הבית ומואשמים כי יידו אבנים בחודשים האחרונים במספר מקרים לעבר שוטרים בכניסה להר צעיר נוסף בן 19 מואשם שבין השנים 2012 ל-2014 עידה בקבוקי תווירה ואבנים לעבר מכוניות יהודים שנשאו בציר מעלה אדומים הפרקליטות מבקש עד לתום מהליכים. ברצח אשתו בבת ים שיחזר את הרצח בזירה, כתבנו יתאמר קציר. החשות הושב בת בן 37 תיאל כיצד רצח את אשתו בדקירות סכין בצוורה, בזמן ששני ילדיים הקטנים שרו בבית. הוא נעצר לאחר שלפנות בוקר, התקשר למשטרה וסיפר כי רצח את אשתו בת 31 והוא יובה בשעות הקרובות להערכת ראש משרד הפליטים בגרמניה התפטר מתפקידו, כתבתנו נועם דהן. מנפרד שמידת ספק לאחרונה ביקורת רבה על התנהלות משרד הפליטים והאיטיות בקליטת תפסי בקשת המקלט של המאגרים. הוא התפטר היום לאחר חמש שנים בתפקיד, אך לא מסר סיבה. עדיין לא מי דבי ישום בגין הונאה ואלבנת כספים הוגש נגד רושם ממשלת רומניה, כתבנו טיו ויס פרשת השחיתות ברומניה אבשילה
8: היום לחדי כתב ישום שוגש נגד רושם ממשלה ויקטור פונטה ומושאם בהונאה ואלבנת כספים בזמן עבודתו בטוקיו והחדין לפני כנסתו לתפקיד רושם ממשלה לפני כישנתיים הוביל פרשת שחיתות אחת ברומניה לניסיון התבדות של רושם ממשלה לשעבר לאחר שנגזר עליו מאסר בפועל
6: אצלנו משרד הבריאות התירת ארחצת חופים מפרצ השמש והרוץ באילת לאחר שהם נסגרו מוקדם יותר בשל זיהום תחזית מזג האוויר או מסחום כבד בכל חלקי הארץ אלה החדשות שעורכת טליה חזקלי
4: sim qadishim
0: Simcha Liner, we did a couple off the brand... Well, there we... Sorry about that. We did a couple off the brand-new album. You heard Kanfei Nesharem, before that, the Atta, to open up the 7 o'clock hour. It's a jam in the a.m. Thursday on this 17th of September, the 4th of Tishrei, with 70 degrees sunshine and a high temperature of 88. Thanks for joining us, everybody. And good morning to all. Hey, our friends at Maya Note Yeshiva High School are getting ready for a big day Sunday. We mentioned this um, last week during our big... 20th anniversary uh, discussion about Mayanot. And you're invited to participate in their annual community, Yom Iw, and this coming Sunday beginning at 9.30. Men and women are welcome. The keynote speakers are by Jeremy Weider from Reitz, Rosh Hashiva at REITS. Um, Additional shiurim by the principal of Mayanot, Mrs. Rifka Kahan, Mrs. Gabrielle Berger, Mrs. Dina Block, Dr. Oshra Cohen, Ms. Ilana Flemenhoft, uh, Ms. Sarah Gordon, Mrs. Leia Herzog, Mrs. Melissa uh, Kapustin, Rabbi Zev Prince, Mrs. Yael Weill. They'll all present this coming Sunday in a community Yom-Eyu, and that year after year just gets better and better. The event is sponsored by the Stamen Family for the First Yard Site of Shalom Tzvi and Aron, and it happens at Mayanot Yeshiva High School on Palisade Avenue in Teaneck this Sunday beginning at 9.30 in the morning. Information, go to the website, mayanot.org. Again, that's mayanot.org. Uh, there's a, um, a group in Brooklyn who every year gives everyone the opportunity to visit Kivrei Tzadikim. It is their ninth trip, a guided tour of Kvarim from the Gedolim of today to the Gedolim of yesterday, including Rabbi Avram and Rabbitsin Palm, Rabbi Nuyakov Yosef, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky, uh, the Chavitz Chaim's wife and son, Rabbi Shlomo Hyman, Rabbi Ruben Gorozovsky, Rabbi David Libuich, Rabbi Henech Libowitz. It's led by Rabbi Mordechai Kamenetsky, Rabbi Shiva Tarz South Shore and uh, he'll inspire the group with biographical highlights, stories, and lessons from the Gadolin that are visited. It happens this coming Sunday. The bus departs at 9.30 in the morning in Flatbush, Brooklyn, and um, comes back at 2.30 p.m. Information, InspirationalTrips.com. InspirationalTrips.com. They have all the information you need regarding that. A reminder this morning, Lamdenu... Uh, that gives everyone an opportunity to study in depth and be inspired, presents The Difficulty of Asking for Forgiveness. This morning at 10.15, or by Dr. Aaron Siegel, on The Difficulty of Asking for Forgiveness. Lamdenu happens at Congregation Beth Aaron on Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. Information lamdenu.org. Um, trying to see if there's anything else that you need to know, but that's about it. This morning, 10.30. And, uh, it happens at the uh, Congregation Beth Aaron 950 Queen Anne Road in Teaneck, New Jersey. Jam in the Aim at 18 minutes after 7 o'clock. Want to remind you that the Sukka Shadchan, our good friend Avi Weiss and his family, uh, what they basically do is they match up people who are either throwing out, or replacing, or getting rid of their schach, or whatever they're doing, uh, and they end up having extra sukkahs or schach with people who need them. So if you want someone to find a brand new home for your sukkah, you call the sukkah shadchan at 718-998-6596. That's 718-998-6596 for information about that. A reminder this coming Monday night, just for, just one life. Um, presents Chuva 5776, the 26th annual Kinnis Chuva with Reisach, her Yusakh, friend, this coming Sunday night at 8 p.m. at the unusual Flatbush on Avenue I. Uh, information, you can call 212-683-6040. That's uh, 212-683-6040. JustOneLife.org. The, the event is dedicated to the memory of or of Rumpam, Rav, Rav Nisano Quinn, and Rav Solomon Sharfman and uh, you are all invited to uh, participate this coming Sunday night or by friend in the young Israel of Flatbush, beginning at 8 p.m., a, an annual visit that's always met with tremendous acclaim. High Lifeline in the Lower East Side community presents When the Unimaginable Happens, Responding to a Community Tragedy. Many of you are familiar with the tragedy that has... um Affected our beloved Lower East Side community. Tonight at the Bialystoker Synagogue, beginning at 8 p.m., Rabbi Simcha Scholar of High Lifeline, Dr. David Pelkovitz, Joseph Gwendolyn and Joseph Strauss, Chair in Psychology and Education at Yeshiva University, will discuss this topic of when the unimaginable happens. Dr. Pelkovitz will speak about when tragedy hits close to home. How do we cope? How do we help our children cope? That's going to be happening tonight, beginning at 8 p.m. at the Bialystoker Shul. And I am told that um, Zahava Farbman and Yaakov Klar are both going to be participating as well. Everybody on the Lower East Side, you'll want to be there tonight at the Bialystoker Shul. I want to remind you, we have amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. Really amazing programming on our stream all day long. Especially when it comes to Thursday. I don't know. There's something special about Thursday for some reason. Uh, anyway, let me, uh, update you on some of the things that are happening today. Starting at 9 a.m., it's the season premiere of The Boardroom with Charlie Harari. Then, Jew in the City speaks with a conversation with the Zoo Rabbi, excuse me, the Zoo Rabbi, Rabbi Natan Slifkin, as well as a Jew in the City update. That happens starting at 10 o'clock. At 10.30, That's Life with Miriam L. Wallach. With Yom Kippur around the corner, many organizations are sending out inspirational videos hoping to bring our Tzfilot and our repentance to a new level. This year, a more unlikely source has its own message, as Nefesh Nefesh has released its own high holiday videos with many notable faces. You'll hear from NBN's Raya Yoshua Fast on what NBN is coming to teach us about repentance this 5776. Now, when I saw this announcement, I saw it in last week's Jewish Press on page 27, when I saw this announcement about these uh, Aliyah videos, Yomim Naraim online video series, featuring people like Rabbis Ari Berman, Yeshua Fass, uh, Yisrael Meir Lau, Shlomo Riskin, Shalom Rosner, and then Racheli Frankel and Shani Tarragon, I said, oh my gosh, this must be amazing. Someone here has got to do this conversation on the air. And sure enough, unbeknownst to me, Miriam el Wallach went ahead. She has Rabbi Fass joining her at 1030 this morning. Information, il slash weigh in, weigh-in, W-E-I-G-H-I-N, a l slash weigh-in for information about those videos. And I've got, as I keep saying to myself, I've got to go watch some of those. Um, that's for sure. And uh, then at uh, 11 o'clock, we'll do the live lunch. 1 o'clock, are by Eliel Fink, live on the stunt show. Throwback Thursday, we'll go back to 2005 with Yehuda Glanz and a live performance in the studio. We do have, yet again, an amazing Thursday on our stream at jmnam.org and on the NSN app. So make sure to be tuned in and make sure to be be tuned in and stay tuned in all day long. By the way, Trucker Yitz, through our app, has regards to the Moscow International Runway. <laughs> Could you imagine? He also updates us, by the way. Trucker Yitz says, it's a buck 87 for gas. That's pretty good in Phillipsport, New Jersey on Route 22. Buck 87, my gosh. Good to have spies out there on the road who are tuned into JM and the AM. Avraham David is next. You're listening to JM and the AM.
9: Every breath you take, welcome each day, always Let His light come in, give your heart to Him, follow His way, always You can smile, you can glow, for you know Clouds will go when His holy wind blows There's no darkness in your life, just delight
0: J.M. and the A.M., yes, every day is a diamond, all right. Avraham David, brand new here at J.M. and the A.M., 28 minutes after 7 o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, New York and New Jersey and everybody around the world for tuning in. Thanks to those commenting on the NSN app, and thanks to those who are sticking with us all day long on the stream at J.M. and the A.M. dot org. An amazing day of great programming coming up that I can guarantee you. I want to remind everybody, as Rabbi Goldwasser is set to address us, that Rabbi Goldwasser, Shabbat Shuvudrusha, Happens this coming Shabbos, like most Shabbos Shuvah <laughs> if not all. Uh It starts at 5.15 at the Gil Hodges School. That's PS193 at 25.15 Avenue L, the corner of Bedford Avenue in Brooklyn, New York. By Goldwasser, 5.15 Shabbos at Gil Hodges. That's PS193, 25.15 Avenue L. A mincha afterwards in the base medrash. The entire community is invited to join the expanded headquarters, or I should say expanded quarters, or by Goldwasser Struhl has for you. I'm Narayan at the Varetsky Hall at 1102 Avenue L, the corner of Coney Island Avenue. For any information you need, you speak with our good friend Chesky. It's H at gmail.com, C-H-E-Z-K-Y-H at gmail.com, and he'll make sure you're well taken care of for the upcoming holiday. Of Yom Kippur. J.M. about a minute uh, early for my David Goldwasser. His words are Chachanishmaser of Zebina Vilsefalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser
10: with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Rabenu Yonus cites a story in Medrash Rabba. It relates to Yaakov Mish the son of the sister of Yose ben Yehazar. His uncle Yose ben Yo-Ezer, was being brought out to be hung. It was on Shabbos. The custom of the Romans was that when they took someone out to be hanged, he was forced to carry the cross to the town square. There he was to be hung. First, they would make him carry it around the town for a few hours, and then they brought him to the square. If he was too old or too weak to carry it, they would coerce other people to carry it in front of him. This is what they were doing to Yoseb He was carrying this in front of him. Just then, Yakum rode up on a beautiful horse and he mocked his uncle. See what a beautiful horse Hashem has given me. His uncle answered, If this is what Hashem gives to those that transgress His will, then how much more so will He give to those who fulfill His will? Yachim answered derisively, Look at your horse. In a short while, they're going to hang you on it. His uncle answered him, You see, if this is what happens to those that fulfill His will, Then what's going to happen to those who transgress His will? I'm being punished for a slight infraction, like opening my eyes for an instant, or having a trace of an improper thought. But what's going to be your end? The Medr says at that moment, Rabbi Yosef ben words penetrated his nephew's heart. The words that go out from the heart enter into one's heart. We see, therefore that even though he was mocking his uncle, it was the most crucial extreme state possible. He was on the verge of death. Yet look at the impact of his words. Yokum immediately did tshuva. He inflicted the four types of capital punishment upon himself. Finally, he fell to his death. He did tshuva shalema, complete repentance. In the meantime, Rabbi Yose ben Yo'ezer went into a light trance. He saw the bed of his nephew being carried up to heaven to Gan Eden, even ahead of his. Rabbi Yose ben Yo'ezer said, "Yakum of Tsurras has beat me to Gan Eden by an hour. He is about to receive eternal reward. The great Rabbi Chaim Shmuel comments, we see from this the importance of even a moment of tshuva. One moment of proper repentance can repent for an entire lifetime. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day.
0: J.M. and the A.M., thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser. I mentioned earlier that Ari Zivotofsky is going to join us live via telephone. Ari, who's in Israel, and Ari, that's how they're known, Ari and Ari are two amazing guys who I know for a long, long time who travel the world in what they call halachic adventures. There have been many articles about them. You've heard about them on this show. And uh, they do a lot of stuff that some of us would consider crazy stuff, but they do things that uh, really bring to light the amazing and incredible Jewish people around the world and the history of the Jewish people around the world. And believe it or not, on February the 3rd, Just uh, a short, what is it, four or five months from now, on February the 3rd, they are opening up one of their incredible adventures, one of their incredible halachic adventures with OU Israel to the public. So on February 3rd, you could actually go to India with them, and I guarantee you experience something you've never seen before. Ari Zivotovsky, Igmar Chasimatova, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you.
11: And to you and your listeners
0: as well. I greatly appreciate that. It would be impossible to go through all of your halachic adventures in one conversation. There must have been one or two stories that have to do with Rosh Hashanah. I don't know if it's a unique chauffeur that might be kosher that we don't realize is, or something else having to do with the holiday. Is there a little tidbit you can give us for this time of year based on your halachic adventures?
11: Well, um, since you're bring it up, I'm not sure that I could think of anything related to India, and I do want to get back to India in a minute,
12: <laughs> right but
11: um two little things, one of them related to chauffeur. you know, we nowadays view chauffeur as a as a religious implement, you know they sell it in religious bookstores. you don't sell it in any other kind of store, right, but chauffeur used to be used for all kinds of things, and we look in Tanakh for war, for gathering the people together, and one of the uses of chauffeur was to announce that Shabbos was coming. There's the mission that talks about it, the Gemara elaborates on it, that they blew six times. But it's something that we don't really see today. I guess in Israel, we have the air raid sirens that go off an hour of Shabbos to announce Shabbos. But the use of a chauffeur for that isn't very common. Um, we could see a reminder that it used to happen by this huge stone that's been found that was knocked off of the Harabayas and now you can see in Davidson Center, right. which announces, to the chauffeur blowing place, and there's one place still in the world where they blow shofar, an Arab Shabbos, and that's in Jerba, Tunisia. Jerba is an island off of Tunisia, still has an active from community of over 1,000 Jews. And every Arab Shabbos, the rabbi of the community goes to the roof of his house about 10 or 15 minutes before Lich Benchen, he blows the shofar. He waits about ten minutes and blows it again to announce that Shabbos is coming.
0: Are you so, are, uh, this... are, are you and Ari the only two people in the world outside of Tunisia who knows that there's a Jewish community in Tunisia? <laughs> hey, no, I think is well-known, particularly because
11: Lagba Omer, there are always a bunch of people that go there. I don't know what the connection to Lagba Omer and the Jerba Shul is, but there's a, a pilgrimage there every Lagba Omer.
0: Um, and... and, and... I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah. three, three, no, I to.
11: I was going say, it's an amazing community, a strong community with Tamidah Chachamim and yeshivas, 13 active shoals.
0: I can't believe that. That's unbelievable.
11: And the Rav gets up and, and the Arab Shabbos, so we went there to, uh, to witness this. And he indeed, he blows the shofar every Arab Shabbos.
0: Ari of Ari and Ari and Halachic Adventures is with us live via telephone. You've uncovered over the years, um, cemeteries, mikvaos, uh, synagogues, um, old Sifrei Torah that may have been either buried or hidden. I mean, you, and the list goes on and on. You could tell me 20- 20. Right, so.
11: so let me tell you even better than a Sifrei Torah, but They have it live, people. Um, and in India, one of the places we're going to be going, hopefully in February, is a town called Erode. or Road. I'm not sure how they pronounce it. And the reason we're going to be going there is an amazing community of non-Jews. This is a community where, for the second generation, the leader, the priest, or the minister of this, not, of this Christian community is very, very pro-Israel. The current minister, who's the son of the former minister, tells us that he remembers praying for the Jews during Entebbe, and he remembers praying for the Jews during the various wars. He said, we realize that the Jews are God's people, and we've been praying for them. But what happened a few years ago is just amazing. He decided, if the Torah is the truth, and if the Jews are God's chosen people, why just pray for the Jews? I should become Jewish. He's living in the middle of nowhere in India. The nearest Jew, I guess, is in Cochin, and it's about an eight-hour car drive away. So He starts living, as best of his knowledge, like a Jew, but secretly, remember, he's a minister of a church. (laughs) And after a few years of this... His son Moshe, his son's name Moshe, his daughter's name is Riska. his son Moshe was supposed to be baptized. And he said, Dad, this is all a fake. We're living at home like Jews. You're pretending to be a Christian in the church. We can't keep doing this. And because of his son, he came out of the closet, and he announced to his congregation that he's becoming Jewish, and he essentially said, "Milah Hashem Eli And about half of his church stuck with him. And they've removed Jesus. They removed their crosses, and they've started learning, however they can, through the internet, about Judaism. And I guess it must be a little over a year ago, um, they contacted us. They contacted the uh, Harry Green and myself. They were coming to Israel, and they wanted to meet. So we met with them, and then last, um, I guess December or January, we went to visit them in Erodie, and I think we were the first born Jews who ever had visited them. And it's amazing. You walk in, and they have this Zion Torah center. And um, they have decided they want to be Jews. They eventually want to convert. They want to make Aliyah, but they do not want to be a burden on the state. So they've already started planning how they're going to earn their living and, uh, and how they're going to continue to have money flowing in from coconut orchards in India that they've planted.
0: Ari, so, these, um, the, these stories are just unbelievable Unbelievable. You, you've come a long way from looking for trellis off the shores of Greece, huh?
11: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, looking for people who love the Jews, you know, that is, and, an, well, it's actually not as rare as we like to think, thank God. But um, in February, we're hoping to go visit this community. So that's, uh, that's one of the things.
0: You know, it's but, funny. Yeah, there
11: are a lot of interesting things there. It's
0: funny. You make such an important point. Uh, you meet so many people in so many areas of this globe that love the Jewish people. And we always think, of course, that, you know, it's, it's just the opposite. But but you get the experience where at least you meet a lot of people who have an affection for the Jewish people.
11: There really are. When you go, travel around, and, you know, we don't hide it. You walk around, and we, we always wear that sign that says, I'm Jewish. You put on a baseball cap. <laughs> and you, you know. You travel around, and that says, I'm Jewish. And um, you people ask where you're from, and we say Israel, and the man in the street in many parts of the world is, wow, I love Israel, I love the Jews. So it's really, I mean, although, you know, the situation looks pretty bad when you look at Reykjavik today and you look at the U.N. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's not as bad as, as it looks when uh, when you talk to the man on the street.
0: Ari Zivotovsky is with us. Ari and Ari have become very, very well known throughout the world. Ari Zabatovsky and Ari Greenspan for their halachic adventures. The OU Israel trip, OU Israel presents Jewish India with Ari and Ari, a once-in-a-lifetime halachic adventure where you can experience the Jews of India and the remnants of the ten tribes from inside their communities. It begins February the 3rd and goes through the 16th. You'll visit the Bnei Menasha villages on the eastern spur of India. There'll be Shabbat in the ancient Jewish community of Cochin, the hidden jungle synagogues of the May Israel on the Kankan coast. I hope that's the right pronunciation. South that
11: of, is right off of Mumbai, right out of Mumbai.
0: The opulence of Jewish Baghdad and the traditions of Jewish Mumbai, an astounding community of thousands of Indians who practice Judaism, And hope to convert. In addition to that, you'll cook authentic Indian cuisine with the locals, ride elephants, visit the exotic spice gardens of the East, and enjoy backwater boating in the marshes of Cochin. Your guides will be the local experts together with doctors Ari Greenspan and Ari Zabatovsky, who will present multiple captivating presentations on the halacha history and culture of the Jewish communities of Asia. Does it take a special, um, uh, a special, how do I put this, uh, fortitude to ride on an elephant?
11: No, well, I just want to say the whole trip is not for somebody who is looking to sit on a beach someplace. It's, <laughs> we're going to be moving the whole time. There's no, you know, you're going to get to see the cities, there'll be time for shopping, but it's not going to be where you're sitting around, at the, around the pool of the Hilton of Mumbai. Are
0: you, uh, We're going to be on the move. You're offering a halachic um, adventure, and the word adventure is correct. very, very important to you.
11: Absolutely. The word inve- adventure is what uh, we're going to put an emphasis on. It's a halachic adventure we're going to talk about. The uh, all the different Jewish communities. You know, India had the Bnei Israel, as you said, the Kochinis, the Baghdadi's, the Bnei Menasha. Um, we're going to talk about the communities. Of course, once we're going to India, you have to see uh, India as as so you'll know what India is all about. It's not, we're not going to neglect the India tourism, but it's a focus on Halakha adventure. I mean, um, there were unique Halakha questions that came up in uh, in India over the last few hundred years. We'll talk about those. Um, so it's. um no, there's no unique order. It just has to be uh, a person who's curious, a person who's adventurous, a person who a really uh, intellectual curiosity.
0: I mean, I, I could see adventurous families joining together and, and participating together. It could be a really great bonding experience.
11: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, look, we were there uh, last year, and we said this is just really fascinating. Um, so we wrote some articles about it, and we told people about it, and then we gave a talk at OU Israel. And the uh, the people of the OU Israel are always looking for for creative ideas other than just the the huge number of shiurim that they have. And it was their idea; it was OU Israel's idea. And we said, uh, you know, you're interested, absolutely.
0: Have Have other people ever been on one of your adventures, or it's always just been the two of you?
11: And no, we sometimes traveled with uh, with a third or even a fourth person. We've never done a tour like a group before. Right. Yeah. We've had uh, certainly we've gone in the past with Rabbi Yehiel Baron Belma. Who's a, who's a master traveler, um, who knows every Jew and Jewish community in the world, wow. and then we've had a few other interesting individuals who have come with us.
0: Bnei Israel and Bnei Menashe, these are our brethren. Can I say it as simply as that? They are, they are. I mean, again, you could explain on the air about the ten tribes and you know lost Jews from you know from many generations ago, but these are our brothers. Am I right?
11: Yeah, well, they're actually very different stories, and. Um, but they've both been accepted more or less as Jews, even in Israel. The B'nai Israel, are those the, the, are the Jews off the Kankan coast, they're not claiming to be of the Ten Lost Tribes. The B'nai Israel somehow got off the Indian coast. Nobody knows exactly how or when. If it was 800 years, 1,500 years ago, but they traced their history to a shipwreck in which 14 Jews landed on the Kankan coast, and they maintained their identity as Jews, up until uh, modern times. And although there was some controversy regarding the Jewishness uh, in the early 1950s, today they've pretty much been accepted as Jewish. So the B'nai Israel have no claim to ten lost tribes. They claim to be lost Jews from our tribes.
0: Right, And
12: the, and
11: the B'nai Menashe, um, as their name indicates, claim to be descended from, uh, from the tribe of Menashe. And they, too, unlike many of the other in- instances of supposed lost tribes, uh, have a lot of very interesting customs that would point to them indeed being, you know, a lost tribe. Unlike a place we're not going in India, where we went last time. Last time we were there, we visited the Pashtun. You know, they're mostly known as uh, in Afghanistan and Pakistan, but some claim that the Pashtuns are descendants of the lost tribes as well. And today they're they're strongly Muslim, strongly anti Israel um, although some of them still claim to be descended from Shaul HaMelech or from Lost Tribes or have um, Israeli roots, but they'll say that they're descendant from the ancient Israelites. They wouldn't want to link themselves with the modern Jews.
0: Unbelievable. So, uh, we're not going back to the
11: Pashtuns on this trip.
0: Unbelievable. Hey, have you ever drifted into some rough areas? You know, I always think if I'd go traveling in places like India, I'd end up in an, Al- in an Al-Qaeda cave somewhere, you know, by accident. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever drifted into a place where you, you regretted it?
11: Well, the Pashtun at one point, we weren't sure it was such a good idea. When we were sitting among this, this village of, uh, of anti Islam Muslims, and they started howling at us about how come Israel is interested in, uh, in us and do they want us all to become Jewish and why don't they treat their Palestinian people right first before they start coming to India. Um, but thankfully, everything ended out okay over there. Right. I will say we one time got arrested in Uganda. We found ourselves uh, sort of under arrest. We wanted to go visit the old Uganda airport, uh, right. the old Entebbe airport, right. where the rescue had taken place. Right. It turns out it's a closed military zone today. But uh, we didn't see any reason that should stop us. Did. And we went by the back entrance, and there were two sleepy guards. We asked them if we could go in, and they gave permission. They gave us a badge, they took out our passports, and we indeed went all the way to the control tower, and you could still see the bullet holes from the rescue mission. And next thing we knew, some security service showed up, and they hauled um, us off to the police station and told us we weren't allowed to be there. And it's uh, the a military zone, and we had told you that before. They told us. And we sat quite nervously in this uh, little police station outside Entebbe Airport for a good few hours. Uh, But thankfully, you know, we had done nothing wrong. And those poor guards, I don't know if they got in trouble afterwards, but uh, they had indeed given us permission. And so after a few hours, we were released.
0: See, if that would happen to me, I'd be sitting there thinking my family's never going to see me again.
11: Well, we did have some thoughts, but we knew we had done nothing wrong. So in the end, thank God it all worked out okay. Wow, I have to tell you the scariest thing is many times the roads in some of these countries I mean they're just um the roads in India you really have to drive carefully, and that's nothing compared to what we saw in Uzbekistan, where the roads are like driving on a slalom course
0: hmm.
11: and um sometimes that's really the scariest part.
0: Unbelievable. I'll tell you, you're so adventurous, I'm jealous. The OU Israel presents uh, Jewish India with Ari and Ari starts February 3rd. If you're an adventurer, this is made for you. You've heard it in this conversation. Both Dr. Ari Greenspan and Dr. Ari Zavatovsky look forward to meeting you and taking you on one of these incredible adventures. And he has guaranteed arrest-free. Right, Ari? No arrests during the trip. Uh, that, that's the plan. <laughs> you can go to ouisrael.org or dial 718-506-9410. Again, that's ouisrael.org or 718 506 The trip is February the 3rd through the 16th of 2016, just a few months away. You can experience the Jews of India and the remnants of the 10 tribes from inside the communities. Before you leave, Ari, we've got some comments that are coming through on our beloved NSN app, and one person asks, the most exotic animal you've shechted, because we've read about how you and Ari, you know, <laughs> go ahead and, and, and alert the community to animals and birds that we never knew were kosher if shechted properly. What's the most exotic one this listener wants to most know? Most
11: exotic, I guess, is in Namibia. We shechted some, uh, Gemsbok, a Gemsbok. What is that? A uh, Gemsbach, and you've seen the chauffeurs, those long, straight chauffeurs. They come from an animal called a Gemsbach. Wow. Well, Google is a fair GMS would be okay think. Gemsbach. Um, and we went to Namibia to shaft a few of those. But that doesn't mean we're not still looking for a giraffe. Yes. Anybody have a giraffe that they want to donate, we're willing.
0: And you know how to do it, despite what the, some people have claimed for the last many centuries.
11: Correct. There's no question. I don't know if people have claimed that for the last many centuries. I think that's a a 20th century American misconception.
0: Interesting. And finally, one See, list. One listener wants to know if you visited any of the Chabad houses in places like Mumbai and Pune, etc.
11: So in Mumbai we did. I mean, Mumbai is the the famous yeah. Chabad house where that, that unfortunate terrorist attack took place. Right. And um, so we did visit there, and the trip will also visit there as well. I mean, there's a, a very touching memorial to the people who were killed in that terrorist attack. And I think it's very important to see, um, to see the Chabad house, to see how they've rebuilt and they're continuing to work. Um, and interestingly, I mentioned the the Christian community of and Their daughter's named Rivka. She was born on the yurt site of Rivka Holtzman on the day of the terrorist attack, wow. and she was named after Rivka Holtzman.
0: Rivka Holtzman. So we did
11: man. visit there. The other places don't have chabad houses.
0: That's what and, I was. Um, that's what I was thinking. You're probably the only Jew who's been to places so that don't is, have chabad houses. So, so, so Cochin doesn't
11: have a chabad house. Herodia obviously doesn't have a chabad house. <laughs> um, Where the Bnei Manasha lived, there's no chabad house. But in Mumbai, we will, uh, we will be visiting. And I think Heaven of is there.
0: Do you and Dr. Greenspan have a shtick where you, uh, where you either plant something, and I don't mean literally plant in the ground, although you could, uh, that, that indicates that you were there, so that generation, so now people know you visited?
11: And not really. The only place we did that actually back in Tevi. In right. the tower, many Israelis have been there before, in the control tower, the old control tower, and there's graffiti on the walls. And, you know, many Israelis have written, you know, I was here, or, I'm Yitzhakai. So the first time we went, the time we got arrested, we wrote our names in the wall along with other people. We came back a second time a year later with Rabbi Riskin, and it was still there, so we had him had his name.
0: Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> when you guys come to the United States, you have to visit us. And good luck with the trip. February 3rd, everybody, the once-in-a-lifetime halakhic adventure to India with Ari and Ari, it's presented by OU Israel. You can go to their website or dial 718-506-9410. 718-506-9410. Ari, Shanatova, Gmar tova. send our best to Ari, please. And thanks so much for joining us.
11: Okay, great. Thank you. Call through.
0: Thursday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM.
13: You'll be sure Yeranenu say
0: the a.m. Thursday morning broadcast with uh, the amazing It's Fuchs. Love the brand new album. Love it. Koanecha is the name of that uh, selection here at JM. I know we got to get him in studio. We've got to get him in here. Do another live performance with him. He's so fantastic. Lipa before that with B Positive. I know we haven't even spoken to Lipa about the brand new album yet. We've got to do that. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, A.B. Rottenberg. He's got a brand new book. It's called The Season of Pepsi Myers. That's the name of the book. I have read it, and we'll discuss it. I'm smiling because uh, I think AB has done. We've said this on other occasions with other books. I think he's written the book that all of us always wanted to write. Simple as that, and that's what makes it so fun. Uh, we'll speak to him about 8:30 this morning. Coming up at J.M. and the A.M. Don't forget an amazing day on our stream all day long here at J.M. and the A.M. Dot .org and of course on the NSN app and I thank everybody who's been commenting on the NSN app. It's great conducting an interview and seeing the comments as they come up. I like the, I like all the, um, I like the discussion about all the gas prices on the app this morning, by the way. We've seen a dollar 89 in West Orange and Edison, New Jersey, a dollar 60. That's amazing. A dollar 60. Maybe worth the trip. um anyway, happy birthday to R.J. Mac, listening at Basaic. He's from TABC, we're told. Aryeh, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, today, an amazing day on our stream at 9 o'clock. It'll be the season premiere of The Boardroom. 10 o'clock, or by Natan Slifkin, is guest of Jew in the City. That, I'm sure, will be a great conversation. As I mentioned earlier, I saw the ad in the paper for the um, Aliyah videos, the inspirational videos uh, made for the Amnurayim for the high holidays by our friends at Nefesh Benefesh. You can go to nbn.org.il slash weigh-in nbn.org.il slash weigh in, or by Ari Berman, or by Fass, uh, Yisrael Mayer Lau, Shlomo Riskin, Shalom Rosner, plus Raheli Frankel, and Shani Tarragon are all part of it. I gotta watch them. And I was saying to myself that somebody should do an interview about this, and sure enough, Miriam L. Wallach today, with Yom Kippur around the corner, has her by Yeshua Fass on the air, uh, about the high holiday videos, and they will talk about what these videos come to teach us about repentance in five, seven, Seven six should be very very interesting coming up at ten thirty this morning, and then of course we'll do the live lunch. Rabbi Yaliyahu Fink will present Fink or Swim live on the Stun Show starting at one p.m. Eastern Time. Throwback Thursday happens with uh, Yehuda Glanz and a live performance that he did in the studio. So there's uh, a lot going on to say the least, and it's an amazing day on our stream at jmname.org and on the NSN app. If you haven't yet installed the NSN app. Make sure to do so. Reminder that our friends at Maya Note have their big Yom Iyun this coming Sunday. Keynote speakers are by Jeremy Weider, Mrs. Gahan, and an incredible roster of faculty members will all be presenting this coming Sunday beginning at 9.30. Men and women are invited. It happens at Maya Note, 1650 Palisade Avenue in Teaneck. You can go to mayanote.org or call the school for information. The community-wide Yom Iyun this Sunday or by Jeremy Weider is the keynote speaker. And, um... The lineup and topics are amazing. So check it out this coming Sunday in Teaneck, New Jersey. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 and the FM dial broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jamnam.org.
9: back.
13: I
0: Oh, yes, there they are, the great folks from Dvekis. Speaking of Dvekis, by the way, A.B. Rottenberg is going to join us coming up. He's written a brand-new book, The Season of Pepsi Meyers. That's the name of the book. I have read it. It is fascinating, and we will discuss it coming up here at The I want to remind everybody that the community is invited to the Yom Iyun, uh, uh, sponsored by the um, Stamen family, in memory of the first yard set of Shalom Svi Ben-Aaron. It happens at the uh, Mayanot Yeshiva High School for Girls, this coming Sunday, starting at 9.30 in the morning, right? Jeremy Weeder is the keynote speaker, Mrs. Kahan, and many of the wonderful faculty members at Mayanote will be presenting on Sunday. Uh, information, go to Mayanote.org or just call the school and get information regarding the event this coming this coming um, a Sunday. Lamdenu has uh, Rabbi Dr. Aaron Siegel this morning on the topic of the difficulty of asking for forgiveness. 10.15 this morning, two hours from now, at Lamdenu at Congregation Beth Aaron, Queen Anne Road in Teaneck. You can check that out this morning. Uh, Rabbi Yitzhakar Fran, the 26th Annual Kinnis Chuva with our friend, friends at Just One Life. Rabbi Fran Speaks is coming Sunday night beginning at 8 p.m. at the Young Israel of Flatbush, 1012 Avenue I, in uh, Brooklyn, New York. And information, you can go to uh, justonelife.org, or you could dial uh, 212-683-6040, 212-683-6040. Reminder, tonight, on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, because of the terrible tragedy that our community suffered recently, and our heart goes out to the children of the Fytelowitz family, um... In light of that, uh, tonight, a, uh, a, an opportunity for Divri Chizuk and some practical advice. Uh, the topic is when the un- when the unimaginable happens, uh, responding to a community tragedy. And um, tonight, Rabbi Simcha Scholar will give words of Chizuk. He's from Chai Lifeline, of course, Executive Vice President. We had an amazing time with him during the uh, bike for Chai. And uh, Dr. David Pelkovitz, Yeshiva University. When tragedy hits close to home, how do we cope? How do we help our children cope? It's all tonight at 8 p.m. at the Bialystaker School on Willett Street on the Lower East Side. I am told also that um, uh, Zahava Farbman and Yaakov Klar will be available there as well. Information you can contact the Bialystaker School on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. A.B. Rottenberg is going to join us coming up. We have an amazing day on our stream all day long at jmnam.org. Make sure to stay tuned in for that. Really incredible day as usual on a Thursday. Um, we'll be followed coming up at 9 a.m. by the boardroom with Charlie Harari. Then Jew in the City speaks with the right. Natan Slifkin this morning at 10 a.m. That's uh, Life. Miriam Elwalik speaks to by Yoshua Fass of uh, Nefesh Ben Nefesh on this amazing topic of their incredible uh, Yomim Noraim videos. It's happening at 10.30 this morning and plenty more all through the day at jmtheam.org and on the NSN app. More coming up. Keep it right here at JM and the AM. (laughs)
14: Get the same
7: color, man, you will never know. No, 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 I'm not going to be able to Nanu it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to I am a If you are a person ya fala mi
12: we <laughs> am i
0: JM in the AM, starting over is done by 613. That is a great Rosh Hashanah selection. Very simple song, but done really, really well. 613 is starting over for uh, 5776 here at JM in the AM. Before that, Idan Reichel Project with Mimam Makem. You heard and Barosha Hashanah off of volume number four. That was written, by the way, by our next guest. Somebody who's no stranger to this audience, but today we're not speaking about Jewish music. Today we're not speaking about Hask. Today we're not speaking about... CDs. Today, we're speaking about A.B. Rottenberg's brand new book. It's called "The Season of Pepsi Myers." And to give everyone a perspective here, um, the book cover is a rendering of some form of Yankee Stadium. I don't know if it's old or future or future in black and white. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Uh, this kid, Pepsi Myers, who I assume is the cover subject. Has a bat in his right hand being held over his head. He's striding, it seems, toward home plate. He's got a number 18 on his back and a pinstripe uniform, and he's got a kippa on his head. And I spent part of our holiday reading this book, the brand-new book by A.B. Rottenberg, The Season of Pepsi Myers. A.B. Rottenberg, Igmar Simatova, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you, and welcome back to JM in the A.M.
8: Amen. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Nachum, and I want to wish you and everyone listening uh, Chasimah as well, a wonderful, sweet year of happiness and success. I also want to take the opportunity to, to, to express to you my condolences on, on the recent loss of your mother. I never had the pleasure of meeting her, but judging by the children she raised and their devotion to Yiddishkeit in our community, she must have been a very special lady.
0: I greatly appreciate that, and thank you so much. You know, A.B., um, <laughs> first of all, you, you, you got us a little bit, because the book is bad, and I don't know how much you want to reveal. I don't know if it's fair to reveal this story and its details on the air. You want people to buy the book and enjoy it. So I don't know how much you want to talk about you know, the specific details, but but you got us because for two reasons. Number one... I was led to believe, based on the way this book was uh, advertised, that because it's the 50th anniversary of Sandy Koufax and the Umkipper game, or or the non-attendance at the Umkipper game, I was led to believe that this kid is going to go through a similar struggle. And. Yet, it is it is similar, but so different. So that's number one. So you got us on that one. <laughs> and
8: Have you been mentioning it on the air that it's the 50th anniversary? Like, are people aware in the community?
0: Uh, I don't think I mentioned it on the air, but I've spoken to people uh, you know over the last couple of weeks about it.
8: Because it's amazing. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, 50 years ago, it was 1965. It was uh, the Minnesota Twins. right? And Sandy didn't pitch the opening game, and his fans were furious at him. And they ended up winning. Sandy pitched the, the game seven on two days rest, right. pitched a complete game, and and it was just an unbelievable. Uh, uh, at, in those days, in those years, uh, to do something like that, or to 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 put your Judaism on your sleeve, and, and to, to it was such a kidish Hashem. I mean, I remember it as a kid. I was twelve or thirteen years old at the time, and uh, you know, it was certainly the talk of the town, and. And did it did it have an impact on me growing up? Yeah, I think so. I think all of us were were affected by it. And and this idea of putting faith before fortune and fame is, is, is an age old struggle. It's a, it's, a, it's a universal theme.
0: Uh, it's unbelievable. And I will tell you that uh, as you read the fiction of Pepsi Myers. Yeah, you know, the kids out there who are going to read this book have to understand that there is a real story, the one you just described with Sandy Koufax, which really, really happened, which is, again, unbelievable. A.B. Rottenberg is with us. The second thing he got us on, and I, I believe, and I've never written a book, not yet, um, and I believe this is probably the worst thing you could say to an author, but then a really well known author said to me, You have no idea how great a compliment it is. So I'm going to take a shot at this, A.B. Okay. You, you, as I've said to many authors on this show before, especially when it comes to Judaism and sports, you have written the book that all of us wanted to write.
8: <laughs> Am I right? I think it's It's a fantasy for, 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 for us, in, in a way, this, this idea of... of a, but it could have been a, a kid who, who grew up from. It could have been right. somebody from our community who was just so gifted at, at baseball, and he, he wouldn't play. I think that would have achieved that same fantasy, but I, I intentionally chose somebody who had no knowledge of Yiddishkeit and, and, and came to New York uh, with his parents. With his, uh, he was an, He's an only child, Pepsi Myers, and he comes with his parents to New York, and they move in next door to a rabbi and uh, fortuit, fortuitously move in next door to a rabbi in Riverdale, and they discover Judaism, as parents do uh, at first, and then slowly uh, Pepsi follows them at the same time. Uh, I made him a phenom, somebody who actually saves the New York Yankees from from uh, from the cellar, from disrespect, from from an abysmal season. Yeah, and that's know, why I said it in the future, because you know, to to go back in time or to the present, you know, the Yankees are obviously a powerhouse.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that's uh, the only reason you said it in the future. I think the story sort of belongs in that. You know, it couldn't happen today, but God knows what will happen 30, 40 years from now type thing. You know Maybe. what I'm saying?
8: Maybe. You could be right. Yeah. You could be right. Come
0: on, A.B. Rottenberg is deeper than that, than just being a, 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 a fact of whether the Yankees are good or not. Come on. <laughs> <laughs>
8: well, no. I very much wanted it to be, when somebody reads the book and comes to the end of the book, I very much wanted it to be part of, the, of, his, of his choice was not simply to be another ball player, even a good ball player, even an effective one, but I wanted him to be someone who actually was was the salvation of the team. That's why they had to be um, you know from the from the bottom feeders of the league every right. time in the story
0: Right understood yeah I, hey hey I know I know my baseball I get that <laughs> Are you a Yankee fan I certainly am a Yankee All fan All right okay Yeah I'm very happy with the way it ends up I don't want to give away too much here AB <laughs> Rottenberg is with us the book is called The Season of Pepsi Myers and as you and if you and you know me well enough to know that I really enjoyed the ending And I'm not talking about what happened at Yankee Stadium, but again, I don't want to reveal too much, but you know, AB, that I'm very happy with the way things ended up at the very, very end, (laughs) but whatever.
8: Well, you know, Shlomo's alive and well in 2040, and there are a lot of, lot of wonderful, uh, references to to, to aspects of our lives that are interesting.
0: There's a lot of A.B. Rottenberg-isms that are included in the book. A lot of things that the rabbi teaches the people in the book through his classes and through his discussions are things that you've taught us through certain songs and music, and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm referring to. I mean, conversation in the womb is in there, which is yeah, your song.
8: Yes, but I didn't tell, I didn't write which album you can buy this. <laughs> yeah, <one>. That's true. <laughs> the iTunes download.
0: There's no accompanying CD. <laughs> uh, although I'd love to do the audio book for you, but we can talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let the let the kids yes. go to sleep to this story. Yes. Um, the other thing is that you know, there's a big setup. Um, there's how do I put it? Uh, there's a lot of background that's necessary because it's obvious. That you're not just trying to capture somebody who doesn't know much about baseball and explain things to them a bit. You're also trying to capture those who don't know everything about Judaism. And there's a lot of education in here. It must be hard for you as an author, knowing that, again, with all due respect, you know, some of us may find those pages a bit tedious because we know all that already, and yet you want to present it to a certain audience out there. Was that a difficult balance for you?
8: It's a very difficult balance, but but the fundamental is that. You know, I think if, if, if a parent would come home and say, you know, to his, uh, his son, saying, you know, uh, let's say uh, unaffiliated, Justin, I brought home a book from the, uh, from the Judaica shop today. It's called uh, The Fundamentals of Torah Judaism, or <laughs> Why We Believe That Torah is Minashamayim. I mean, a kid's not going to want to read that. Right. Nobody's going to say, no thanks, Mom, you know, give it back. But a book about baseball, a book about a pennant race, a book about a kid who's who's a phenom who, who hits for the cycle in his first game in the major leagues, who uh, it's 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 compelling, and and hopefully that 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 teenager or young adult will read the book and want to read everything that has to do with this with this character mm. and, and the struggles that he has and the information that he learns and the. And you know what? It's it's not only good for Justin; it's good for Yonkel as well. Because so many kids in our community, even though they know how to do mitzvahs, they know what to do, they don't really understand the fundamentals. It's not expressed to them, or they don't really understand how to express it to others. And,
0: and they, they don't have answers to many questions they have, which you answer in the book.
8: Right. So, so I think you know it's very important. And and the fact. that obviously we're we're giving away here on the air, obviously at the end of the. No, oh, careful, day. careful, Amy. let we're the, okay. With let that. the kids we're read okay it.
0: Let that. the kids read it. Let the adults read it also.
8: yes, absolutely. but but obviously, you know if 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 I was the author of the book and you know from where I'm coming from and my my faith and my my upbringing, obviously, at the end of the day, he's going to walk away from the game. Right. This is an important message. It's an important message that that this is. That you can walk away. That this is more important, right? There's a higher purpose in life, and and you can be the best ball player and have 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 star power and fame and fortune.
0: And... See, it's funny as I indicated to you in the email that I sent you. You're one of the few people whose work I nitpick. That's how much I admire you. Because you. <laughs> and I'm being serious. You saw some of the comments I had, but I was wondering about that. About. How to present Pepsi Meyer? Should he be this kid who plays every day except Friday night and Shabbos, and except for Yom Tovim in the autumn, or you know, or or should he be somebody who walks away? And I, I think it could have worked both ways, frankly. I don't know if it had to work the way you decided that it worked.
8: And in the book, like the the, the rabbi is surprised,
0: right? He's, He's shocked by his
8: decision, by, right. by Pepsi's commitment and how far he takes it, and and he wonders to himself what he would have counselled uh, right. Pepsi had he needed to go slower. So all of these elements are there.
0: By the way, you know that the moment Yuntah ended, I Googled whether anybody hit for the cycle in history their first game. You know that, right?
8: (laughs) Yeah, I, I googled that. Too. I don't understand how anybody wrote a book before Google before Wikipedia. I mean, they actually had to do research and work and go to a library. I mean,
0: And I didn't even remember that George Sisler held the American League record for the... Uh, <laughs> no, no, Sisler was what, second place? or, or He must have been second place behind DiMaggio, right? In, in in the in the hitting streak?
8: I, I know, Pete Rose isn't.
0: Yeah, so isn't Sisler but, in the book? But in that ge- was at the start of the season. Oh, maybe so the the had, had the, had the it was start of the season. That's what right. it was. Start of the season, right? You right. see that? I re- I'm telling you. You write something. I pay careful <laughs> attention. I'm telling you. Well, the other true. thing is, it's funny. You know what? It took me back a little bit to you know. Obviously, you're responsible for so much in in, in our you know repertoire of Jewish music. So you re- you did the children's series, Marvelous Midos Machine. So much of that is set in the future. And here again, is is there a fascination that A B Rodenberg has with the future? or It's a total coincidence. I think we're all
8: fascinated with the future you know I'm prepared to be to to, for people to say well why did you set it 25 years in the future don't you know that by then Mashiach's gonna come you know people are gonna ask me that
0: well baseball still might exist with Mashiach here (laughs) is there baseball in heaven don't don't (laughs) don't don't all good things exist once Mashiach's here come on Are you kidding me? That's right. Watch the last scene of Field of Dreams. Tell me that that's not going to exist with Michelle's here. Come on. A.B. <laughs> Rottenberg is with us. The book is called The Season of Pepsi Myers. Have you gotten reaction from, quote-unquote, outside our insulated community? And you know what I mean. I
8: do. I do. It, I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. This has been a three-year project for Wow. Me. Um, I was walking to shul two, uh, three summers ago and on the way to shoul it came to me like a flash of lightning the whole idea of the book the basic outline of the book about someone who would who would be a phenom excellent at baseball a uh, world class and would eventually walk away from the game so that idea his name even came to me on that same walk i don't know why i don't know why i, I came up with that name it just oh. shot into my head and then later i had to manufacture a reason why they named him pepsi right but um so the first year was the was formulating the, the the book itself, starting the writing. The second year was really <clears throat> fine-tuning it, editing it, fixing it, uh, showing it to people I trust and and and, and respect, and getting feedback and you know, making changes and additions and subtractions. And the third year was more of a technical uh, necessity to to learn. I, I self-published the book. I did reach out to try to get it. Uh, uh, send it off to literary agents and see if w- there would be interest. But it is just such a difficult, difficult thing to break in, you know, without connections or without a background in, in literature. And, and So so I, I had to learn the self-publishing business, and I published it on my own. It is distributed by Feldheim to Judaica shops, and it's also available on Amazon online uh, in a soft cover version. So all of these technical things had to be learned, and it was very difficult for me It took me many years to learn how to produce an album and do music, and now I've branched out and spent the time to learn how to do this.
0: So are you thinking of another one already?
8: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. I'm going to sit back now and see. Uh, We are going to be advertising uh, the book in not only the Haredi or the the Shomer Shabbat press, but in, in, in secular Jewish venues as well. There was an ad for it in Jewish Week. We want to do on the West Coast. We'd like to get it online. Uh, I'd like to see what happens. I'm hoping that that you know many many secular Jews will have the interest in in, in baseball and use this this book as a tool and a, a way to to learn about the fundamentals of Torah Judaism. That would be my. That would give me great, great satisfaction.
0: No, oh, it's an unbelievable project and well worth it. And I wanna, I wanna tell the kids out there and the and the, and the adults who buy books. Hopefully, people still actually buy books for kids uh that you know once they get into this it just gets better and better with every page it builds so much excitement and they will love it get them into it even if they're not readers they will like this or they like baseball and in terms of the adults i'm telling you it's a it's a great read and it's just a lot of fun and uh like i say av for someone like me it's the book i always wanted to write (laughs) so you've done you've done all the work you took three years to make my dream come true
8: you know um Remember remember the Moshe Yes sang it for me on Journeys 1, What you're looking for
0: yep. is oh. right
8: there at your door. Oh, is
0: that a song?
8: Believe me when I tell you, friend, you couldn't ask for more. So that's the message to our brothers and sisters out there. No, pl-
0: no place like home, right? There's
8: no place like home. You've got to come and study Torah, see, see what it's about. Uh, there's so many resources today. There's so many ways for somebody to take a computer and, and have a chavrusah online, or get a shir, get a class, find out what it's about. Find out uh, the ignorance is the saddest thing in the world, and and, and unfortunately, so many out there, it, it, it's bagels and lox, and it's it's a little bit of of knowledge of what of what Judaism is about, but it's so so. It's missing so much.
0: There's so many people who are, not, who are not even walking into shul on the high holidays anymore. Forget about being there three days a year. A lot of people are yeah. not even doing that anymore. Yes. yes. So a- hopefully,
8: B- you know. Hopefully, it'll be a tool for, 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 for outreach and for rabbis and for and uh, as well as reaching directly to that community. Certainly, you know the people in our community who, who, who pick up the book, give it to a neighbor, give it to a, give it to a friend who may not know anything about Yiddishkeit and the, the baseball angle, the story, the pennant race. You know, Pepsi-Meyer's exploits, will draw them in. Uh, we'll get them interested in, in the story.
0: How they umpire a game in 2040 is pretty cool. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yes. I'm demanding that now as a Fed. <laughs> I wouldn't
8: mind. Yeah. You know, when, while I was writing the book, they, they, they came out with the, the video replay. I mean, when oh, I started the right. book, there wasn't even video
0: replay. Right. Now it's a rule.
8: Now it's a rule, so I have to rewrite certain parts. And, and yeah. you know, my gosh, you know. I was trying to tell them to wait, wait till the book is out.
0: Yeah, at least that. AB um the Haraba what can I say? I'm 100% behind this project. Uh, so excited that I read it and so excited that I'm able to speak to you about it and it should be with a tremendous success and it's really inspire people young and old and make them proud, make everybody proud wow, to be thank a member a member. Very of
8: well said, and, and I so appreciate you having me on, especially this time of year. I know that uh, there's so much, uh, you know, so much
0: going on. You know, it's funny. I, I was desperate to schedule the interview because I again I thought with Koufax and everything that this is a Yom Kippur book. Then then they, then I read the book and I say to myself, All right, we could have done this any time of year. Are you any kidding
8: me? <laughs> but, well, it's better in the summer. You know, the Yankees are in a pennant race. I hope they meet the Mets in the World Series.
0: Yeah, that would be amazing again. That
8: would be wonderful for New Yorkers and for, for, hey, you know, for, it would be great. I that, hope the result would be the same as last time. but
0: You want to hear a funny story, by the way? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> last Shabbos, we're, we're discussing, <laughs> members of my family decided they're going to go to the Yankee-Toronto game in Toronto mm-hmm. last, uh, I don't remember what night it was. And, they're, and we're talking about this the entire Shabbos afternoon. You know, driving, coming right back, missing only one day of school, et cetera. Et cetera. The second Shabbos ends, we we look at the Yankee schedule. <laughs> they're not in Toronto that night, Amy. Oh my
8: gosh! Isn't that so they drove up,
0: and they no, 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 just in our in our heads over I... Shabbos, we were already up there. You know what I mean? I see, I see. That's what baseball does to you. You know, it takes you sure to a does. takes you to a different dimension.
8: You know, I remember I was there was a. TV shop. There was a TV store um, on on I think it was Lefferts Boulevard in Kew Gardens. Maybe I was 10, 11 years old, and it was I think it was Sukis time, and it was the World Series, 1963, and the Yankees were in the World Series, and it wasn't Yom Kippur, but it was Yantis, right. and maybe there were five or six boys from from. Show. We were all watching. That we couldn't hear the sound. We were watching we the game through the through the window in right. the old black and white T V and Sandy Koufax struck out fifteen Yankees and we were devastated. We were so heartbroken. But if you if you read my book you'll find out that the Yankees get revenge in two thousand and forty. <laughs> yes, it takes a long, long time. Sometimes it takes a long. <laughs> by the way,
0: by the way, you reminded me of something else just now <laughs> because yeah. someone's telling me a story how it was again one of these games, some Torah, whatever it was, and you know they're gathered around, literally like you just had a TV shop, and you know standing outside, and someone walks by and of course says, to them, don't you know your team is going to lose if you?" Uh, it was the Mets Dodgers, I think. Don't uh-huh. you know the Mets are going to lose if you if you're watching the television? So they said. Wait a second. Aren't there Dodger fans right now in, L- in L.A. who are doing the same thing? <laughs> How does God decide what to do? A.B. Gmar
8: Simatova. Thank you so much. All the best and only good news.
0: Amen. Good luck That's with the, the, season the season of pepsi Myers. The season of pepsi Myers from A.B. Rottenberg. This is J.M. in the A.M.
15: streets. It left you cold. Your soul still had
14: to see what you're looking for. is right there at your door. Believe me when I tell you, friend, you couldn't ask for more. What your heart has known is that there is no place like home. So come
15: When the others came so gently As peaceful as a dove They stirred something inside of you They only spoke of love But your mind cried out What of history The hatred to my race And you knew then You still had not found your place What you're looking for Is right there
14: Believe me when I tell you, friend, you couldn't ask for more. What your heart has known is that there is no place like home. So come on back or
15: you'll never be alone. Despairing and confused, it traveled far and wide. Passed through one small country Where you started feeling dry So you found a place to study What you thought was ancient law And you wished you'd learned about it all before Owned. You can say the journey's over, I am home What you're looking
14: for is right there at your door Believe me when I tell you friend, you couldn't ask for more But your heart has known is that there is no place like home
0: song A.B. Rottenberg spoke about during our conversation, No Place Like Home, It's Journeys at JM and the AM. Five minutes before 9 o'clock on an amazing Thursday, don't forget our incredible stream, J M and on the NSN app. Has wonderful programming all through the day. Charlie Harari coming up next with the season premiere of The Boardroom. Jew in the City, Allison Josephs at 10 o'clock Eastern Time with her by Natan Slifkin. Uh, Miriam L. Wallach on That's Life with her by Yoshua Fass of Nefesh Benefesh. Talk about those brand new videos. Uh, for made for the Yom Neroim, for the high holidays. Uh, Rabbi Eliao Fink at 1 o'clock today, Eastern Time, on our stream at jmnam.org with a brand new show, Fink or Swim. Or a brand new episode, I should say, of the stunt show. And uh, stay with us all day long. Tomorrow, Malcolm Holmline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations, planning to speak with him about 7.40 tomorrow morning, Eastern Time. Make sure to be tuned in around the world. That conversation takes place 7.40 tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial Broadcasting Live. from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jmandtheam.org. J-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M-A-M- and I hope you'll utilize that website and our stream on the NSN app to uh, be with us all day long. Great programming coming up. Make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Thursday. Join us tomorrow. Uh, Malcolm Homeline will be on at 740 to analyze the uh, news events of this week and speak to us before Yom Kippur. And uh, plenty more, of course, on a Friday broadcast here at JM in the AM. Have a great Thursday. Till tomorrow, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.